When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Golf Unfiltered Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Coghill Golf and Country Club, who we are happy and proud to partner with once again this year. Coghill features 72 holes of championship golf, including the world-famous Dubs Dread. They have a completely renovated practice area and driving range. It's essentially an academy that you can go and spend not only the day improving your game, but at night they've got lights now and two bars as well as a food truck to spend some quality time with some friends and family. They've been doing it this way since 1927, folks. Go out to coghillgolf.com to learn more. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Sharp Focus Nutrition. Let's face it, when you go out and play golf, you probably don't eat and drink very well. Well, a couple hot dogs, a few beers, yeah, we get it. Sharp Focus Nutrition replaces all of that with a systematic way to not only stay replenished throughout your round, but to also improve your game in doing so. Go out to sharpfocusnutrition.com to learn about their system. Let them know that we sent you. Pick up a system right now, sharpfocusnutrition.com. Welcome to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for all things golf, including in-depth interviews, new equipment highlights, and answers to golf questions you might be too afraid to ask. My goal? To help you learn more about the game so you can enjoy it even more. Let's dive in. Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome back to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. This is the first episode of 2023. I am your host, as always, Adam from GolfUnfiltered.com. You can follow me all over social media at Golf Unfiltered, and you can send me an email, Adam, at GolfUnfiltered.com. Hopefully everyone had a safe holiday season. You got to see some friends and family and perhaps even play a little bit of golf. It was unseasonably warm here uh, in the Chicago area for a few days, and I know that there were a few of you listening to this probably went out onto a golf course and played which is great. Um, I actually made a joke on social that there was a golf course uh, nearby my home that was actually running golf carts and um, charging a little bit higher than you would think for December at the time. Um, but at any rate, golfers are going to pay it. They did, and that's because we are just sick, sick people. <laughs> so uh, anyway, hope you had a safe and fun holiday season. If you listen to the previous episode where we did our uh, fun little Christmas episode with uh, Nikki Dunnigan, my partner in crime here at Golf Unfiltered, and our new team member, Dan Hauser, uh, you realize now that we've got three people on staff here at Golf Unfiltered, and that's a new thing for, I believe this is year 15 or so. Um, actually, it's much older than that, 18. Now that I think of it, we've been doing this for a long time, and if you've stayed with us over the years, You know that we like to change things up every so often as things do change within the way that the game is covered as well as just the game itself. And uh, as we also know, January is the new equipment release month. And so there's going to be new things coming out soon. The PGA Merchandise Show, as it is every year, is something that takes place. I believe they're, you know, doing it the old-fashioned way now. They've got a bunch of people going to the Orlando Convention Center. We are not going as uh, Golf Unfiltered, but... We will be bringing you coverage of whatever is released as it's released. And, of course, we've got a few things in the hopper already. And uh, if there's any early indication as to what the the hot thing in 2023 will be, 
it is going to continue to be this evolution of combo iron sets. Of course, the golf ball, that's going to be something that's always going to change year after year and just get better and better and better as people continue to chase distance. But also just the use of different composites and artificial intelligence, most importantly, in the design of golf clubs. Now, of course, that's been going on for a few years now, but with uh, the advent, I guess you could say, of the use of artificial intelligence in pretty much all walks of life, golf is no exception to that. And in many ways, it was a a leader, uh, to stress that pun, a leader in the clubhouse with how AI could be used to design golf equipment. That will continue, and it's just going to get better and better and better. Now, from a business standpoint, you can't help but wonder how this is going to impact positions at golf brands and OEMs, meaning the people that actually do the work, the engineers that have to go in and and design these golf clubs. Is it going to is AI going to reduce the size of these teams? You know, I'm sure that that's what a lot of people are thinking at these companies. That's really the first knee-jerk reaction that anyone has when a new piece of technology comes out that could or could not threaten your job. We'll keep a close eye on that. I know that these are conversations that are being had in other industries, not just golf. But I do see this as being a benefit for the game. I mean, it's going to expand the boundaries as far as what can actually be built into a golf club or golf balls or whatever. And what I mean by that is while the boundaries have already been pushed for years, it seems like, and I'm sure many of you listening to this would agree, it seems like the same marketing comes out every single release. And I'm sure we're going to see it again this month uh, with the new equipment releases. And we're talking about new distance. We're talking about, you know, more forgiveness, more consistency, higher launch, all of these things that you know, we, we often joke about if that were true, if every single release were, uh, you know, producing higher numbers or more distance than the previous release, then we'd all be hitting at 400 yards by now. And of course we know that's not the case, but with the advent, as I said before, of AI within all sorts of different industries, as well as continued research into different composite materials and, and all these other things that help you play the game a little bit better will scores go down that remains to be seen and of course that gets into a bigger conversation that we've had many times on this show you know do we really want the golf scores to go down and when I say we I mean you know the golf business I mean is that something that we want to have happen for as long as we can go back and look at the average score for both you know for any type of golfer it's just across the board the average score hasn't really changed much. Yes, distances have gotten longer. That is indisputable. Forgiveness, or in the terms of shot dispersion and and consistency, that has improved. That dispersion has gotten a little bit tighter, but people aren't scoring better overall. That remains to be seen, and I think as golfers continue to get smarter, as brands continue to, many of whom have come on the show, as they continue to come out with whether it be technology or, you know, just different ways to think about playing the game, will scores actually begin to improve? And so one of the things in 2023 that we want to focus on at Golf Unfiltered is, you know, questions like that, bigger questions, not so much, you know, hey, here's this fancy new golf club that just came out. We'll have a a fair amount of that still. People will still come on to this show and they'll 
They'll talk about new releases. We love talking to small businesses or, or companies just getting started out. But we're also going to have these larger conversations of, okay, well, what does this mean for the game? And is this actually going to benefit the game or not? Or will it be no change whatsoever? And that's okay. It's just a matter of informing all of you who listen to this every week. What is the best thing as far as what you should pay attention to? Is this something that's going to catch your eye? Now, if you've followed Golf Unfiltered for any amount of time over these 18 years, you know that I like to review equipment that I personally use. Now, with the addition of two new team members, of course, and Nikki's been on uh, the team for a while now, we're going to expand the different things that we cover. We're still going to have that element of, hey, this is the new stuff. Try it out. Maybe it benefits you. Maybe it doesn't. But we also want to tiptoe into other areas. You know, maybe we talk a little bit more about the professional circuit. Maybe previews of upcoming tournaments. We've gone back and forth with that at Golf Unfiltered over the years. And Dan Hauser, of course, is someone who has covered many different sports over the years. He's a great writer, loves the game of golf, and perhaps you'll see some more coming from him in regard to tournament previews, maybe even a little bit on the wagering side. That's a big thing and certainly something I like to partake in often, as does Dan. Uh, we're still trying to get Nikki into it, and she'll she'll dabble every so often, especially around college football season. And speaking of the pro side of things, this will be the first year. We have the Century Tournament Champions coming up this week as you're listening to this. This is the first year where it's really a fully divided professional circuit, at least on the men's side. Live Golf is adding events to their roster, or to their schedule rather, probably adding golfers to their roster. Names that we've not heard yet, but we've got a pretty decent idea as far as who's been thinking about it. And with any new initiative, you're going to have this kind of like bell curve of change. You're going to have the early adopters, those players who are going to jump on right away, you know, Phil Mickelson, you know, DJ, all them. Then you're going to have a few people who wait to make sure that things are okay. They're going to let the dust settle a little bit. And that was like a common phrase that was often used for Live Golf throughout 2022, is when will this dust settle? Both sides of the coin had their extreme reactions. The lawsuits were filed. They are ongoing. A lot of people are dropping out of them, but they remain. And now, even somebody like Rory McIlroy, who has been the PGA Tour's biggest spokesperson next to Tiger Woods, he is almost softening a little bit on his message regarding the relationship between these two tours. He wants people to sit down. He wants them to have a conversation and find a way to work together. Tiger remains a little bit more on the, you know, PGA Tour nothing camp, which you would expect him to do. I mean, he's basically and has been the face of the tour for decades. And his comments towards the end of last year regarding, you know, Greg Norman has to go and then and only then can we begin to have these these conversations. I agree with that. You guys know that. I've talked about it on this podcast many times. Greg Norman is probably not going to be the face of live uh, much longer, if at all, moving forward. There were a lot of talks of former TaylorMade uh, president and CEO Mark King stepping into that that role over at Live Golf. Not sure where that stands right now, but I'm sure we will hear more of it as we transition into this new year. And of course, there's the whole element of the majors and whether or not the Live Golf players will continue to be eligible 
to compete in those. And we already know that Augusta National said yes, past champions and those who have already qualified for this year's tournament will be allowed to play. Something that we've not seen too much of yet, but I think we will uh, at least start to see a little bit of it in 2023, is how sponsors and, and brands begin to work within this new world of this divided professional golf landscape. And the reason that's important, as we all know, and as much as I like to say perhaps otherwise, the professional side of the game does drive sales for these brands. I mean, if you think about the Masters, U.S. Open, British Open, what have you, those are the largest stages with the most eyeballs on them and the best opportunities for brands to get their new stuff out for the public to see. And granted, I still don't know many people, at least people that I golf with, who have gone out and made a purchase because they've seen one of their favorite players play a certain thing. I think we've gotten a little bit smarter as a a golfing community to actually go out and try equipment and see if it works for us as opposed to just blindly buying something. But nevertheless, I mean, this is still an opportunity from a sponsorship as well as a, a marketability standpoint for players for brands rather to put it on players' backs and their bags on their heads in terms of hats and go out and you can raise awareness of whatever it is that you're you're selling at that moment. Now that we understand that Live Golf, the PGA Tour are at least going to be playing in the same sandbox at four times a year, well, how are brands going to respond to that? You know, I have yet to see a commercial Uh, And I'm probably wrong. I don't watch a lot of golf anymore, at least on the golf channel or whatever. But I've yet to see a commercial or an ad where there are both players, right? There's people from Live and there's people from the PGA Tour. I'd have to go back and watch, but I'm pretty sure even the the tailor-made caroler ad where Tiger was kind of the the maestro and Rory and Tommy Fleetwood and whoever, Colin Morikawa, they were singing Christmas carols you'd notice that there were no live players there. So it's almost like the entire marketing strategy has shifted for these brands. And will we see, at least, for example, TaylorMade, will we see Tiger and Dustin Johnson on the screen at the same time? Towards the end of last year, we saw the uh, another rendition of the match, just another example of what I'm talking about, where we had players that were purely on one side of that coin, Rory, Tiger, Justin, Jordan. Will we see Phil at a match again? I would imagine not. But I could be wrong, and that's going to be something that you know we're all going to pay very close attention to, and of course we're going to make a bigger deal out of it than we probably should, because that's what we do here, and I don't just mean us at GU. Everybody does this. But we're going to make fun of ourselves as well along the way. And that's one of the biggest things that, you know, as I spoke to both Nikki and Dan uh, looking forward into this year, that's one of the biggest things that I want to do over at Golf Unfiltered is just to have more fun and to allow ourselves the permission, I guess, to make fun of one another, to make fun of this game. Because at the end of the day, and you know where I'm going with this, at the end of the day, this is still a game. It's something meant to be enjoyed. The entire tagline for Golf Unfiltered is enjoy the game. 
And a little bit of that requires looking in the mirror sometimes. Very quick to just go back to the professional side of the game and how brands will continue to work with their players. It's this matter of how do they decide to do this, right? I mean, that's the most glaringly obvious question out there. But if you put your mind and your, your uh, if you put yourselves into the shoes of these marketers, of these brands who need to showcase their equipment, their apparel, whatever, among the world's best players. And of course, this kind of tangentially touches on the official world golf rankings discussion, which is an entirely new thing, or different conversation rather. How do you do that? How do you play within this sandbox? I mean, we're talking about, can they even play golf tournaments together? And all the drama that might come out of that if you get a pairing of Bryson and Rory, for example. But now we got to talk about, all right, well, Dustin Johnson hasn't been in an ad for a long time. Clearly, he's one of the best players in the world. The rankings won't say it, but that, like I said, put that to the side for a second. If you're tailor-made, you kind of want him on, on screen, I would imagine. So that, among other things, is what's happening out there. We've already talked about briefly what's going to happen at GU. Something that you probably noticed if uh, you've listened to this podcast for a long time, even our numbering system for the episodes has changed. You know, I did the seasons thing for two seasons, and uh, I thought it was uh, I thought it was a cool thing to try, and I realized that it was just very difficult to keep track of how many episodes we've actually done. And I like the milestone thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm old-fashioned that way. I like to know when we're nearing a milestone episode. And uh, this year, we will surpass 500 episodes, which is just mind-boggling to me, especially since many of these episodes is exactly like this one, where I'm just speaking to you into a microphone and hoping that you'll listen. Thankfully, you continue to do so, and... uh, Every year, it just gets better and better and better as far as the number of listeners. And I mean, let's face it. I I don't know why. I don't know why you do it. (laughs) I appreciate you doing it. And uh, obviously, it's a a flattering thing to see. And I'm very thankful for it. I don't want to give the wrong impression on that. This year, we're going to... You're going to hear different voices. You're going to hear more of Nikki. You're going to hear more of Dan. You're going to continue to see and hear interviews, not only here on the podcast, but also on our YouTube channel. And if you've not done so already, highly encourage you to go out to our YouTube channel at Golf Unfiltered on YouTube, subscribe. I believe you can hit a bell as well. That's what all the YouTubers say so that you get an alert when a new episode drops or a new video is posted because we'll be doing more there as well. The fact of the matter is, and I feel like I say this every single year, There are so many platforms out there that we could take advantage of, and we will continue to do so. And all of you listening, many of you are on these platforms as well, and I mean YouTube. I mean, you know, different social media platforms like TikTok and Instagram and and even Facebook. We're going to do more of these things. The website, as I kind of now transition into what we're doing, you know, in the planet of GU, the website remains... A, a resource where you can find 
not only equipment reviews, but also announcements on gear, things that you all like. And I can tell by the traffic as well as the, the manner and the terms that you search for to arrive at Golf Unfiltered. It continues to be equipment. I mean, that's just the biggest thing that you all like. But we're also going to continue to do essays. And I know that those kind of span the world, not only within golf, but outside of golf. And yes, there are certain tones and, and things that people like to read or, or not, and certain things that we like to write about or not. And you'll also, if you're a newer golfer, and there are many of you who continue to visit Golf Unfiltered and ask questions, you send them via email, but most frequently you ask them on TikTok and social media, we will have content for you as well. So when I think about where Golf Unfiltered fits now in year 18 of this thing that we're doing, that's where it is. It's those main areas, you know. We don't specialize in one particular thing. I've begun to realize that that's not necessarily needed. We offer perspectives on all those elements that I mentioned. And you like to consume it. And once again, we appreciate that. I appreciate that. So you'll see more of that here in 2023. We've got a lot of cool things lined up. There's some uh, special things and projects that we're currently working on that I can't say too much about right now. You're going to see more collaboration with people outside of myself, Nikki, and Dan. And as always, I love to keep the lines of communication open between us and you. Send us emails. You can reach out to me directly, adam at golfunfiltered.com. That's probably the best way to get a hold of us. You can also go to the contact page. If you're a brand listening to this or if you're a business that wants to get something out there into the world uh, for people to see, the contact page has a form that you could fill out right there. We could reach out to you that way as well. But I'm excited for this year. I'm excited for not only what will happen in the world of golf, but also how we are going to cover it and how we will continue to not just focus on one element of the game, because there are so many elements. There's so many different chapters and there's so many different things and avenues that we can explore. And it's great to have the help now with Nikki and Dan to, to do that. And of course, as I mentioned, your ideas are always welcome. So thanks for sticking with us. We got a big year planned here in 2023, year 18. We're all adults now. And so don't worry, the jokes are still going to be bad. The tantrums will still be held, <laughs> mainly by me. But thankfully, thankfully, Nikki keeps me in line too, which is exactly what I need. Um, and she's, uh, she's absolutely fantastic. So you've heard me say that many times. Thanks so much uh, for listening. I hope you have a great year, not only with, uh, with your golf game, but also with anything that you do in life. And let's keep in touch. And uh, here's to a, a great 2023.